Welcome back to Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. Alex, my man. I'm Yo. skipping the whole intro today. Everyone knows our intro. What's going on? What's, what's good with Alex Deacon, the Deacon of Real Estate today? Man, what's going on? I got uh, deals flying at me left and right. Got a big meetup tomorrow. I'm going up to my, uh, I got my meetup tomorrow, workshop. We're going to be talking about uh, how to analyze buy and hold properties and I think our title is it's 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 not all about the money it's, like a it's not all about the cash flow yep. yeah pretty big crowd for me too yeah yeah we probably get uh i don't know last time we got 38 and i think the time before that about 34 i'm expecting somewhere in between there nice when the weather gets really nice and these are on saturdays we tend to say yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it tends to shrink a little bit because you know people are itching to get out and enjoy the weather but, yeah, that's what we're doing tomorrow, and um, that's going to be a good one. And today it looks like we're going to talk a little bit about, and actually by the time uh, this airs, uh, it'll be after the fact. So I'm sure it was a fantastic workshop, and it was the perfect workshop. Brilliant. Um, so but today what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little about, uh, we did pricing uh, your rental under the property management series, so check that out. Uh, but today we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about pricing your house. That is correct. So Alex, teach us how to price our house. Okay, well, I'm going to give you some basic pointers because everybody has a different concept on you know, this, how to sell your house and what's the most appealing part or, or like what's the most appealing point that you should focus on, right? Should you focus on keeping the, the outside, the curb appeal? Is that the most important thing? Is the most important thing hiring the right agent? Is the most important thing making sure the price is correct? Is it the inside? Is it staged? Should it be neutral colors? All that, right? And you can, I mean, you can go back and forth with it. With this could be like a concept or a conversation that could take many different directions. Right. I'm just, so I'm giving you my point of view. This is from someone who's done you know, over 1,200 sales in 20 years and I flip a couple homes a month so that's my money that's my property that's on the line my business so you think that maybe I know what it takes to get a household in this market mm -hmm. right I don't sell million dollar homes so I think that is maybe a little bit different maybe the marketing's a little bit different for those okay. but in my opinion regardless where you are across the country because I've read books and I've talked to like super super agents that are far better than I am and the massive amount of data it comes in as one thing and one thing only and it's almost always price okay maybe except if you're selling a remote island somewhere or you're selling five million dollar homes maybe price isn't as important as marketing or having contacts but you're selling the average Joe regular home it's it's all about pricing it correctly okay that's not the only thing I mean it's not always just the price right. in fact it's not but that's number one so for example if you have um, two properties identical right one street apart identical everything one's priced at 250,000 the other one's priced at 250,000 then it's not going to be priced in at that point is it because you got to remember, you have competition mm -hmm. out there. Competition is the other houses that are for sale in your neighborhood and sometimes in a geographical area. So 250 and 250. So what would be next? What's the next thing that would set them apart? Drop in price. But let me ask. Let me rephrase, rephrase it. Okay. 250 for this house. 250 for this house. 
Oh, Both the same. So now, if you're the owner of house A, mm -hmm. what can you do differently other than price to make it more appealing than house B that's the same same price? I would think curb appeal because it's it's that it's the first impression of when you see it. You saw the price sure. and all. Sure, absolutely. When you see it. So curb appeal, mm -hmm. and I'm talking everything's equal, equal size lot, level. Everything's equal. They're like cookie so cutters. What, what can you do? I can change the landscaping, make it a little nice, add, adding some uh, landscaping lights. Like I remember when I sold my home, it's funny, I owned it for 15 years. Mm -hmm. No, 13 years. There were so many deferred items that I didn't get to for 13 years. <laughs> Painting this, fixing the retaining wall, sealing the driveway, planting some nice things. You'd be amazed that when I was ready to sell it, all that stuff got done. Yeah. Everything got done. We thinned out the house. We got rid of stuff we didn't need to. I had painting done. I fixed a retainer wall. I sealed the driveway. I did some landscaping. All that cost me about three to $4,000. But I got that money back probably, I probably got a return on that three or 400%. So if I spent 3000 I probably got 12000 back, right? And I sold that house very quickly. I priced it correctly. I start, When I priced it, I priced it a little bit high. Mm -hmm. I knew the market was hot. I had that on my side. So when a market is really hot and you price it high and it doesn't sell and it's ready and it's showable, then you know you missed it and the only thing you missed was price. price right. So in two weeks, I dropped the price ten grand. I was like two eighty nine nine. I dropped it to two seventy nine nine. I was getting closer. I could feel it. I dropped it to two seventy four nine. Sold. It sold in a month. Wow. Okay. Wow. Because I knew what I was doing, and I was cognizant of and unemotional about it. Right. I know what my house was worth. My wife thought, "Whoa, it's it's worth three hundred. I said, "It's not. It's not. It's not worth three hundred. And we're not going to play that silly consumer game where I ha my house is better than everybody else's. It's it's not. So back to our story about the 250 and the 250 house. This guy over here with, and on uh, house A, he should spend a thousand bucks on on the exterior, mm -hmm. make it more appealing. Next thing, and that's cheap to do, and a lot of times you can do it yourself, so you're spending way less than that. The next thing you want to do on the inside is paint, neutral colors, smell. When you walk into a house, if it smells like certain cooking. Or it smells like dog or animal. Your agent, and I'm upfront and honest with people, has to tell you, because that's a killer. I've had a house that I we've had problems selling in the past for years. Many many times over, I've had problems with with smell. And you just got to be honest with people. Um, so how how much does it cost to clean your house? I mean, you could do that for virtually nothing, right? right? Or even if you hire somebody, it's not expensive. So I'm giving you, the homeowner, the quickest, easiest, least expensive things that you can do to sell your house quicker, other than price. Okay. So it's always paint. It's always cleanliness. Everything should be as spotless as possible. Thinning out your house. If you have little children and they have toys in every room, man, you just have to kind of focus and, and run a tight ship while it's on the market. You just have to. It's hard, but you have to. You have teenagers that don't clean up their room. I mean, it's hard, but you have to. I'm, how bad do you want to sell your house? It's as simple as that. So cleanliness, painting, um, sometimes carpeting. Carpeting's not expensive in the grand scheme of things. 
landscaping, curb appeal, thinning out the property, staging it, making just making sure the room looks nice. If you have like three coffee tables and four couches in your living room, do you think you can maybe live with just two couches and one coffee table? Maybe. So thin it out. Yes, you know, maybe. get a storage unit, or even even what you can do sometimes is if you don't want to spend on the storage unit, take that stuff and put it in the garage, mm-hmm. or put it in the basement, neatly stack it in a corner so it doesn't impede the way the way people can see the house and it doesn't get in the way, but it makes the house look bigger because you thinned out the main living area. Okay, so let's say you've done all that, like I did with my house. I did all that. And then I put it on the market for two eighty nine nine. And if you have a good agent who's going to advise you and give you and give you good direction, if it's not sold, it's if it's not sold in two weeks or a month, and it's a hot market, then you really should consider reducing the price. Now I say consider because if you're not if you're not in a hurry to sell, okay, you don't need to sell. I needed to sell in a reasonable time because. I bought another house and I was already moved into it. I didn't want the holding cost of this house. Every month this house was costing me fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars. Every month. Probably more than that with utilities and everything. This house was costing me probably two grand. So every month I sat at my price of two eighty nine nine costing me two grand. Every month that it sits on the market, the average consumer's thinking, Well, why has this been on the market so long? You know? Right. There's something wrong with this house. You know, it's been on the market for three months. It starts to get stale. So at some point, reducing the price really depends on how motivated you are to sell. Some folks are not motivated, like, I don't care if it ever sells. Then that's fine. Just leave it at that price. Eventually, eventually, the house is going to appreciate up to what you need. Right, right. It might take five years. And you might lose a lot of money in the process. It just it's right. it's on your mindset. But if you need to sell a home, then you need to be very cognizant of price. And again, just like pricing your rental property, we talked about this. You have to be unemotional about it. It's hard to be unemotional when you've maybe you've built that house or your grandfather built that house and you raised three children in that house and that was in your in your family for 40 years and now you're asking me, the agent, to tell you to be non-emotional about it. Right. It's it's very hard, but it's you have to flip that switch and you have to go from an emotional homeowner to a business person because right. it's now a business transaction, whether you like it or not. It's all about what you're going to net at the end of the day. My job as an agent is to help you net as much as possible, but not only that, to do it in the easiest way possible with the least amount of stress, because it is personal. Mm-hmm. So if you have an agent who's adversarial and you have an agent who's uh, talks fast and is always kind of stressful and and kind of making you feel like you got to do things and hurry up, it makes the transaction not fun. Right. You know. Right. So that's what a good agent does: is knows how to advise you, can get you the most money with the least amount of stress, and make the transaction somewhat fun. Right. It's never fully fun because it's very stressful when you're a homeowner. So, price is the number one amenity. It's not the gold-plated toilet seats. Mm-hmm. It's not the granite countertops. <laughs> it's not the uh, platinum faucets. It's the price. Right. All those other things matter, but if you're priced way too high, regardless of what you have, 
your house is not going to sell. You aren't and gonna ultimately, it's going to exactly. Right. If your price way too high, then you're not even going to get action. Right. So, what have we learned today, Adam? We've learned that you one it, to to some extent you are um, you are I want to say you're you're kind of pigeonholed by the market around you, obviously, because you have to kind of keep up with the Joneses. It's not like just because you have. Um, Memories in a house uh, in your house that are invaluable to you. That means absolutely nothing to the next person coming. Okay, in so what I said, what you just said was, you have to know the market. Know the market, and that's what the agent is there to help you. Yes, sir. And you have to be try to be non-emotional yes, about the sale. Yes, sir. So that's what you've learned. That's what I've learned. Well, good job. <laughs> See, bullet points, my friend. Yes. Now, um, but what else, Alex? Anything else? Like I said last time, anything else that you'd like to sprinkle on? Uh, uh, any famous? Final intelligent last words. <laughs> you use that word intelligent. I love that. Yeah, I, I slipped that should, in. Just you should for... use that with me. That's that's hard for me. Intelligent totally throws me off. <laughs> I mean, no, I, no intelligent words. I think I think we're done for the day. Yeah, I think we're done for today. All right, it. guys. Listen, we we Let's hope you call it a wrap. Let's wrap. I guess we're wrapping it up. All right, guys. We hope uh, we hope you learned something on this one when it comes to pricing your house. Um, guys, again, the, the biggest thing of it, I think, we a lot of us know that price is, is king. I the thing to take into it more than anything else is obviously separating yourself from the feelings and the business side of it. Um, it's that's that's the hardest thing probably I would say to do for for most people. So, guys, for Alex, for everyone here at DHRE, my name is Adam. We thank you. Check us out on social media at Deacon Hoover on Twitter, uh, Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors on Facebook. Alex can be found on Facebook, Alex, Alex Deacon Real Estate Workshops. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at AlexDeacon712. Guys, we thank you so very much. Find this podcast on all your favorite sites, Apple uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling their stuff these days, uh, Google Play Podcasts, Spreaker, and many, many more. So for everyone here, we thank you, and we'll see you next time.